We read of heroes of the faith in the scriptures. And we have faith in the glorious future God has prepared for those that believe. But what about the present? Faith for Today is a teaching ministry of Faith Baptist Tabernacle in Jamestown, Tennessee with Pastor Josh Grubbs. With today's message, here's Pastor Josh. By the time of Jesus, there now is two very different views in Judaism that went back to these laws from Moses. And much like today, there was a very liberal view and there was a very conservative view. And the the liberal view would basically say that you were permitted to divorce for basically any and every reason. And the other group was far more conservative and strict when it came to the issues of divorce. So these, these Pharisees come and they try to trap him. And then Jesus goes on to point out that it was on account of the hardness of the people's hearts that Moses wrote the law. Because they had hardened hearts to God's purposes and God's plans. Because they were unwilling to accept the nature of love within the framework of of a covenant marriage that God had intended. Because their, their primary interest was in seeing how far they could go or what they could get away with and still remain within the letter of the law. Moses responded in that way, and it sounds a lot like the culture in which we live and the society in which we live today, and especially, I would say, over the last 60 years in the United States. We've seen the flippant attitude in our own country that has developed. It's not the same attitude that you would have seen 100 years ago. It's a very different attitude. Statistics tell us this, that 41% of all first marriages in the United States end in divorce. 41% of all first marriages. 60% of second marriages end in divorce. And 73% of third marriages end in divorce. So in responding to the question posed to him by the Pharisees here in Mark chapter 10, is it lawful for a man to to divorce his wife? Jesus takes these religious leaders back to the first principles. He doesn't just stop with Moses. Where does he go? All the way back to Genesis, all the way back to the creation of man and woman and of marriage. And he makes this very clear to them that marriage is not a human invention. Let me say that again. Marriage is not a human invention. It is a creation ordinance given and made by God himself. And God is concerned about marriage because it's built into the very fabric of humanity. It's built into the very fabric of his creation. And so it is very important to him. And we're not going to have the time or take the time this evening to go into all that that is God's design for marriage from Scripture, scattered from Genesis to Revelation. But let me just summarize it in these three statements. That God's design for marriage, first of all, is that it is heterosexual. That it is between a man and a woman. And he makes that clear in the passage. He also makes it clear that it is monogamous. It is with one person And also that it is lifelong, that it is permanent. This is the design of God and it is what we should teach our children and our grandchildren and the next generation of Faith Baptist Tabernacle. This is God's design for marriage. It is heterosexual, it is monogamous, and it is lifelong. And what this means is that God designed sexual intimacy to remain within the context of marriage as he defined it. And I will also add that for a believer, we see in 2 Corinthians chapter number 6, 
that the Bible makes it clear that marriage should only be with someone else who is a Christian, is a believer. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Certainly that could apply to other things, but is there anything, any yoking that is more um, divine than the marriage bond? In other words, missionary dating is unscriptural. I'll take them to church and hope they get saved. The parallel passage to Mark 10 is, is Matthew chapter 19. So I want to direct you there. Matthew 19. Matthew tells us in his account that the disciples' response to Jesus' words here, in Matthew 19, 10, it says, His disciples say unto him, If the case of the man be so with his wife, if what you say about marriage is true, it is not good to marry. <laughs> no amens there, all right? In other words, they're saying, it's serious. It's serious, and perhaps it's better just to stay single than to enter into something that is so weighty. Enter into it carefully is what he's saying. Then back in Mark's gospel was Jesus' very clear response. Jesus says that anyone who divorces their spouse and marries another person commits adultery. Now, we're going to get into this further in just a moment, but let me just say that I think that it is very important that when we read the Bibles, the, the Bible and we come to places like this and, and what we might consider hard teachings, that we don't just try to rush through it or, or find a way around it, but that we sit on it for just a moment, that we, we let it sink in, that we sit on the seriousness of it. And we think about the bold simplicity that is giving here before we immediately begin to reach for clarifying passages in the Bible. You see, Jesus understood that the stability of our society and that the security of family living and that the enjoyment of relationships within a marriage was directly tied to the institution of marriage being upheld according to God's design and God's word. So when the Creator's clear statements are rejected by people, there's ramifications, there's consequences which follows. Why does God hate divorce? God hates divorce because of the sinful causes that are in people's lives that cause divorce, and He hates it because of the, the consequences of divorce. And listen, we all know this by some type of personal experience, that the consequences of it are, are widespread. It does not just affect that man and that woman. It affects many other people. And so because of that, God does hate, hate it. So our first concern in coming to a passage like this is not to move quickly past it, but it is allow the passage to say what it says without trying to soften the blow of it. Let it, let, let it sink in a little bit, what he's saying here. Our first responsibility is to be about the business. Listen, our first responsibility is to be about the business of sustaining marriage as God designed it, rather than seeking to dismantle it according to our own human desires or the definition of our society. Well, let it sit there for a minute. Let the weightiness of it sink in. But it is clear that we must always interpret Scripture with Scripture. And so what, what Mark and Luke presume, remember the Gospels are all written in a, in a, in a chord, so we, we look at 
Mark's account and Matthew's account and Luke's account of this. In Matthew's account, there is a detail given that, that Mark does not give here. So I, I bring you to that reference. Mark, Matthew chapter 19 and verse number 9. And I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, and then Matthew gives this, except it be for fornication. So he gives an exception to this. And shall marry another, commits adultery, and whoso marries her which is put away doth commit adultery. So we see then in the New Testament that divorce was permitted on account of sexual immorality. Why? Because the one flesh union has now been violated. That which God has said to take place within a monogamous, heterosexual, lifelong companionship has now been violated. And so that that marital unfaithfulness, that immorality made divorce, and here's an important word, permissible. All right? Permissible. Permissible does not mean prescribed. You will listen to Faith for Today, a teaching ministry of Faith Baptist Tabernacle in Jamestown, Tennessee, with Pastor Josh Grubbs. We would love for you to come worship with us at Faith Baptist Tabernacle on Sundays, Sunday school at 10 a.m., morning worship at 11 a.m., evening worship at 6 p.m. All times are central time. And on Wednesday, we have services just for you. There's a kids program, youth service, young adults, cause and career age service, and an adult Bible study and prayer. All those start at 6.30 Central Time. To learn more about Faith Baptist Tabernacle, you can go to faithjamestown.org or call 931-879-9137. Faith Baptist Tabernacle is located in Jamestown, 627 South Main Street.